Hello, this is your fertility pharmacist. This podcast is for women who are trying to overcome infertility. If you keep a pulse on late-breaking fertility research, it could positively alter the course of your fertility journey like it has for me. Hi, I'm Elise, your fertility pharmacist. Today's episode is on a fertility topic new to this podcast, twins. You may have noticed this already, but twins seem to be a fairly common result of IVF. It constantly seems like some celebrity over 35 has announced the arrival of twins. Two famous moms who have given birth to IVF twins include Celine Dion and Mariah Carey. Ooh, is it a coincidence that both are singers? It is. There's no research suggesting at this point that singers in particular struggle to conceive. What Mariah and Celine had in common was that they were both trying for children late in their reproductive years. That makes sense. Moving from what we know then in the tabloids to actual facts, it is a fact that fertility treatments increase the chances of having twins. Let's get into today's study and get some tangible statistics. This episode covers a research paper called Neonatal and Maternal Outcomes Among Twin Pregnancies Stratified by Mode of Conception in the United States. The research was just published in the Fertility and Sterility Journal. It's the largest study that has ever compared the health of twin babies based on whether or not they came from natural conception or from fertility assistance. The study started out by sharing some interesting facts. The first one, between the years of 1980 to 2014, there was a nearly 80% increase in twins born in the U.S. 80%! This paper suggested this was because in the 1990s, IVF techniques were getting better and a high number of embryos were still being transferred into hopeable women. The result was more twins. Since 2014, rates of twins have gone down by about 1% per year, and one reason is that fewer embryos are being transferred in the average IVF cycle. Now that we're all familiar with the rise in IVF twins, let's get into the study itself. The study was put together by authors affiliated with the Baylor College of Medicine in Texas. And what they did was look at the CDC's data collected on all twins born in the U.S. in the years 2015, 2016, and 2017. Looking at all the twins born in these three years, they next separated out the twins into three groups based on how much outside assistance helped them come into the world. The first group were twins that were born without any fertility treatment. The second group were twins born from drugs that induce ovulation or from intrauterine insemination, which for short is called IUI. The third and final group were twins born from full-on IVF or intracytoplasmic sperm injection, for short called ICSI. From there, they looked at how well the twins were doing at birth as well as the health of the moms at the time of birth in all three groups. That's the gist of how the study was set up. Let's move on to the results. Between 2015 and 2017, there were just over 350,000 twins born in the U.S. Approximately 10% of those twins exist thanks to fertility treatment. The twins born from some form of fertility treatment had older mothers and older fathers who were less likely to be smokers. These fertility-assisted twins had slightly higher odds of getting admitted to the baby ICU, which is often called the NICU. These babies also had a slightly higher odds ratio of dying. While these higher odds of bad outcomes were found in the two groups born from fertility assistance, the authors behind this study judged the differences to be slight. 
At another point, they even called these differences in results debatable, which means that they would not recommend changing birthing practices for twins based on their study results, which is a relief. Regarding the moms of these twins, the authors took into account differences in age, smoking, BMI, race and ethnicity, and several other factors before doing a final comparison of how well the moms did giving birth to their twins. Ultimately, the results showed that moms of twins born from group 2, that group who had used medications to induce ovulation or who had used IUI, had higher odds of needing blood transfusions, higher odds of having a perineal laceration or an unplanned hysterectomy, and higher odds of death compared to the twins that were born from natural conception in that first group. The moms of twins born from group 3, who had used IVF or ICSI to help conceive, they had the highest odds of needing transfusions, hysterectomies, having perineal lacerations, or of dying compared to the other two groups. Because these differences in bad outcomes were much more noticeable between the moms than between the twins themselves, the study authors spent a lot of time discussing previous studies, speculating on why these scary outcomes happen more in women who use fertility treatments. Some causes they threw out included that fertility treatments increase the chances of having identical twins that share one placenta, and having a shared placenta inherently increases birthing risks. They also discussed how it isn't clear if it's the fertility treatment itself or if it's the mothers having below ideal fertility at baseline that might make these moms at higher risk. After throwing out all of this speculation, they didn't come to a strong conclusion, and that's likely because the jury really is still out. Now we've gone over the results and what the authors thought of the results, so let's get into the strengths and weaknesses of the study. I'll give the authors credit. They did a solid job of calling out what was good and not so good in the study. A major plus of this study is that because it used CDC's national data, it included all of the U.S. and didn't exclude anyone based on race or ethnicity. This was also a rare study that teased out whether or not women who had used less invasive forms of fertility treatment, like IUI or drugs to induce ovulation, because these women tend to either get overlooked or get lumped into a category that doesn't quite fit them. A couple of minuses to this study were that it was based on looking at data from afar. While the detection method was believed to be over 90% accurate in identifying twin births, they may still have missed some twins, and missing some twins may have shifted results. We don't even know if the twins were identical or fraternal. Also, because this was such high-level data, there are nuances to each woman's fertility situation that weren't captured. We don't know why a woman was using fertility treatments or how many times she had tried to conceive using IVF. We don't know if sperm, eggs, or embryos were donated or were biological. We don't know if embryos were fresh or frozen. So much of the journey to twins was missed. It's like looking at people from a plane in the sky. That marks the end of today's study. While it wasn't exactly encouraging to learn that moms of IVF or ICSI twins have higher odds of birth complications, it's better for women to have this information so they can mentally prepare and try to minimize any and all risks that can be controlled. There are nuances to the risks and complications. It's worth becoming as fully informed as possible if you're pregnant or could see yourself getting pregnant with twins. If you'd like to read the study for yourself, I've posted a link in the show notes 
at www.yourfertilitypharmacist.com, where you can also find information and links to past podcast episodes. With that, I'll leave you until the next episode, which I will post in June and plan to focus on the male side of fertility. Please feel free to connect with me on the website or on social media if you have suggestions for future episodes. It would be great to hear from you. This is Your Fertility Pharmacist. Thanks for tuning in.